feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled TIFF review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we've been reviewing some stuff today, catching up with uh, some content uh, that we have put aside the last day or so, just, you know, to to take some time to get sort of back at it and refreshed. And, and, and I think that's it, it, a good thing, especially when, you know, you're in the home stretch of a, a festival that does, you know, take its toll. Everybody makes the joke. It's like, Oh, don't, you know, exert yourself too much watching movies. You know, there's still a lot to consider oh, when it I comes hate that. Yeah, to, I know. And it happens. Um, but in terms of, you know, the production of this, where, you know, you have to not only do the audio, uh, the edits, but also uh, the video portion. And for the most part, what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, uh, my internet sucks. So usually I'm out of sync just slightly. So oh, you have no, to kind of put things back together. There's a lot of moving pieces. Uh, so it so is to nice to get off, like a little day off. We, we yeah. should have gotten some of these reviews up a bit earlier, but should have, could have, would have. I mean, we can. It's still our going own. up and we're it, our own you know, bosses here, yeah. so we can put them up whenever. But um, yeah, it was nice. Like I only watched the one movie yesterday and um, even then I, I wasn't sure if I was even going to do that, but I just kind of lounged. I caught up on like YouTube and stuff because I just wanted some more of my and podcasts. I was just like, I'm going to just throw on some silly stuff that i don't really have to think too hard about but you're a big um, fan of the silly putty podcast yeah is that an actual thing I no don't know. <laughs> it should be now though and if um, it is copyright <laughs> but today we are reviewing uh, a movie we did catch up with in the last couple days uh the national geographic film the rescue uh which is about the thai cave rescue uh that happened in 2018 correct yes yes um if it was fun watching this with Nevis because um, she was like, I don't remember this. And I was like, how do you not remember this? Nevis? <laughs> like it was like, I just, I remember it being everywhere, but again, I'm always on Twitter. So like, I totally understand someone who's like uh, maybe just not extremely online. And, and but it's and amazing how much, you know, like a news cycle, you know, after an event has happened, how quickly people move on. That's true you know, too. To the That's next a great thing, point. Right. Like yeah. it's, I, I mean, I remember it as well, but I think the biggest testament to this movie, which I, I mean, you kind of summed up what the film is about. It's from the point of view of the divers who sort of, you know, were the ones behind the, the, the rescue and sort of figuring out how to maneuver, you know, these intricate caves filled with, with water and, and save this, you know, Thai soccer team, these kids and their coach. Um, the biggest testament and, and strength of this movie is, you know, you already know the outcome or at least you have an idea of what the outcome sure, is, yeah, yeah. but it's still able to hold you in suspense and feel very, very harrowing in the moment as though it is unfolding in real time. Um, and while I have some criticisms towards some of the reenactments, um, I thought that the, this laid out sort of the events of what happened and how it happened. And, what a combination of both luck and, you know, finding the right people to attempt 
such a rescue mission is and yeah. how much you know you look at like they brought in the the thai navy and they couldn't figure it out so you get a bunch of diving ragtag, hob- hobbyists like, it's like a ragtag oceans 11 style team like who it's are all just, kind of like a little bit introverted and antisocial yeah, and yeah and, it's a wild story. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And it's done. It's laid out really, really well. And I think my biggest regret of the film is that I didn't see it on a big screen. I think this was mm. one of those movies where I think it would have been amplified in terms of the tension of an anxiety, even more so than um, just watching it on a screener, which it still, it still works. But I, I look at this and I look at their last movie, which, you know, the, the duo directed free solo, free solo yeah. which I think that that movie is more effective watching that in a theater as well, because you know, that which is movie, why I got an IMAX release, right? Yeah, like, that yeah. movie exemplifies your fear of heights as you follow the main subject. This exemplifies your fear of claustrophobia. Dude, uh, yeah, there was a couple sequences, and I, I am a little claustrophobic that um, really got to me. And yeah, I'll, I'll echo what you're you're saying, like we're in a cave, but um, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think, um, you know, Elizabeth Chai uh, Vichelli, I think, is, or did I mess that up? But uh, we just practiced it, and then my mind immediately goldfishes, and I forget. I apologize. And Jimmy Chin, um, I think they're like two of the best doc filmmakers that um working that can make you feel tension for something you um you completely know what's going to happen and that either you know in this case it's not a spoiler everyone survives but like well um, everyone sorry yes sorry from the yes from the uh, soccer team my apologies there is a a death and it's actually um quite sad and you know um and a horrible uh kind of you know sacrifice that, one of um, the former uh thai uh uh navy seals um who's brought back in to help um sadly loses his life in the process of trying to uh get these kids out and mm-hmm. but yeah in terms of 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 you know rescuing these kids this is almost an impossible situation to pull and, off. And then, yeah, just the way that, you know, from the filmmaking, both in free solo and, and this, like it's again, you, you know, the outcome, but it, they find a way to still make it gripping and tense and your palms will be sweaty or you'll feel kind of like a moment, even it's not even part of the actual rescue, but you're seeing just kind of the uh, footage of what these guys do in their cave dives and sometimes pulling themselves through these spaces in the cave that is just so so tight and awful (laughs) that you just like and if you're afraid of just darkness and emptiness like that and they love it that's the other thing yeah which is wild and and yeah i just thought the movie was really well laid out and you know um as it went through the days and kind of showed you how absolutely insane this story was and how long it was too right for these kids in this and and their coach to be stuck in this cave and um i just thought it really did a good job both with the you know the talking head kind of like let's describe what happened kind of thing and then some of the footage on the ground and I, I, I see what you're saying, Eric, and I'll let you jump into it um, when it comes to the reenactments. But I, I actually thought they did a pretty good job um, editing together what was, you know, actual footage and what was a reenactment and kind of putting it all together. Because like I um, and added to the kind of gripping nature and the free flow of it that I never felt like it. I never felt a disconnect when it went into a reenactment where 
Um, it felt like a bad TV documentary where it was so clearly a reenactment or something like that, or one of those bad crime shows or something like that tonight on Dateline. Um, Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like I never took me out of it. So I felt like it actually worked really well altogether. And, um, and ultimately it's just hearing the story. Cause you, again, I knew of it. I, I followed it on Twitter. I knew exactly kind of what happened, but I never maybe went deep into it. Um, uh, um, and, uh, and, and knew the story of these guys and how they came together. Um, because I think that was, um, you know, the wildest part of this is like you mentioned, these are just guys that really love cave diving. They, they're not necessarily, you know, um, paramedics or um even people who their job is to go save people they just go cave diving and they're really good at it so it's just a a really um wild thing to see you know here's the we need the best guys at what they do and you just bring in this ragtag it's essentially like armageddon almost yeah yeah and it's 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 almost it's like because you know what happens, you can kind of laugh at, at stuff like that yeah. where it's just – But in the moment, in a... the way it captures in the moment, you mm-hmm. you feel that stress and tension because there are certain levels of how the film sort of reveals certain aspects of the story because you got to think, okay, not only are they hiring them to kind of assess the situation, but then also you have to kind of look to see if the kids and the coach are still alive. And sort of that process. And then, you know, also sort of looking at it, this is this is basically an underwater maze. And so then there's the conversation of like, how do we get them out? And then time and is not how on their they side. do is just wild too. Yeah. Like, and I, def- I didn't realize that that's how they got them out. It also and frightened I, um, me thinking that you could choke on your own saliva and die because the, the way that they get these kids out. And it's also, again, like, you know the way that they talk about it it's like yeah this was never going to happen it's like okay we're going with this idea and it's almost like are you kidding me and you know it's to sedate the kids because as they you know they also rescue a bunch of uh what are they uh uh like hydro workers or like yeah kind of like yeah. they were just government workers that were in that the were cave also to trapped to, yeah. as, as well and they were much closer to the exit but the struggle to get a fully grown male out of this situation as they were you know probably terrified having to go through the crevices and cracks there's only kind a 45 second through. swim but they were like scrambling because they panicked right? yeah and so they're thinking okay well these kids like the the distance is almost three hours one um, way one way and so how do you do that and they're children you know um and so the idea to sedate them is like is the most is the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and, and like, not just the, just not just once. Like they have multiple syringes in case they need to do it again halfway because through. Because they wake up halfway through yeah. and they had to do it multiple times because the sedation would only last, you know, an hour or two or whatever. And the complications of that and how like if one thing goes wrong, this whole thing just becomes a nightmare and they could lose lives because of it. And yet with all that pressure you know, this unlikely group of heroes pull off the impossible. And it it does make you cheer because there are moments in life that are so sad or tragic or inescapable from, you know, pulling off, you know, the harrowing feats that so many do. And this, 
does lend itself to the quote unquote Hollywoodized movie that we're Which going we are to getting. get <laughs> on Netflix next year from one, a tour filmmaker, Ron Howard, which is from the point of view of the kids, even though you have actors like Viggo Mortensen and Joel Edgerton and Colin Farrell in the diver roles. Um, this is more specifically on the divers themselves, but you get a really strong, thorough layout and understandable layout of, of what's at stake in this movie and um yeah it's pretty thrilling it's it's hard not to recommend this movie and if you can and and feel comfortable enough to see it in theaters when it when it comes out uh if it's in your area um i couldn't imagine how much more um of an experience that would be watching it on a big screen yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I'm sure it'll get maybe a similar release to to Free Solo as well. And um, it'll end up on Disney Plus, I'm sure, too, because of the National Geographic uh, angle of it. Um, but yeah, it, it's an it's an easy movie to recommend. I think it's a, a I totally, again, agree with you, Eric, where I just think it's a, it's thrilling, but also gives you details about the story that I never read anywhere. Maybe just because I didn't do enough research myself because I just got, I get most of my news through Twitter. So I knew they saved all 13 kids and the, and the coach, but, um, and I knew about the man that unfortunately passed away and, and, and little details of the story that way. But I either forgot or didn't read that they sedated them. And I just like, some of that stuff was just so wild and to see them talk about it and they, how, what they were feeling in those moments and just that you kind of just have to, you know, I have to do this. Like, even though you're terrified and you've never really done anything like this before, you're just a cave diver who likes to explore caves. Um, but these guys come in, like it, it was just even seeing their name cards as like, uh, cave diver slash you know like physician or whatever or cave diver yeah well slash, dr dr richard yeah. harris i think yeah. is one of the most interesting ones because he comes up with that idea and even he's like this is just this is the most this ridiculous is, yeah. thing ever and i was just kind of pulling this out of my ass but then there's an emotional sort of aspect to him as well because his father was also oh, right, a doctor yeah. and then you yeah. know um as it's revealed he lost his father the day that they saved all these kids and sort of like what's just that the way that he is like. yeah the way that he pursued through that i think is just lovely as well but then like or you'll have a guy who is just like an, a factory worker or a whatever worker like they just had normal jobs right and the one yeah. guy's like i had to go ask my boss for time off because i had to go <laughs> save i had to go save these kids in thailand <laughs> and it's just like oh my god i couldn't have like that's just it, it's such it does lend its sell very well like you said to this very cinematic kind of story because it is just something it's one time in real life where everyone came together for you know this handful i know they're children which is i think a, a big part of it but this handful and a of lot people, of them don't like kids like, like that's the other thing as yeah, well they don't have children or they don't even like kids but like it's just the one thing in recent memory where you had you know different governments come together, different countries come together, different groups of people come, all come together and spend almost three weeks and a ton of resources, thousands of people, a lot of time and money to save 13 people. 14, is it 13 plus the coach or it's 13? Yeah. Yeah. It's 13, 13 plus the coach. So yeah. 14 people. Um, it's just, it, 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 you know, it makes you feel 
like again, we're going through a time right now where it feels like we all can't come together and agree on that. We need to save lives and we need to do this and come together as, you know, uh, uh, an earth and, and humans. We've mentioned humans many times over the reviewing today, but just, and you see this to come together for 14 people. Cause I feel like it could have just been so easy to be like, it's a lost cause. It's 14 people. Like we can't spend this much time. Well, also the Thai government, right? Like the Thai government also plays a part in sort of being um, a bit of a hurdle where, you know, they want to be the ones to save the kids and the coach and, you know, to use it as um, promotional uh, material and, and press and sort of get that across and sort of having these divers brought in, they're first just really brought in as consultants and, and nothing more and sort of seeing the bureaucratic aspects of sort of maneuvering that um, that's interesting as well, because, you know, maybe they could have gotten something done sooner if, you know, the, the, the government got out of their own way and, and, and sort of put the kids first where they're thinking, okay, publicity wise, you know, we want the Thai government to say that we saved our own. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting angle as well. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think it's really, really solid. And like Eric mentioned, I think you should try to see it in a the theater if you can, but it's still very effective at home. Yeah. I'm also going to give it a four out of five. And, and I think it's one of those movies where, um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to keep you on the edge of your seat. And, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I still am baffled that they were able to pull this off. And again, like a lot of these guys, even though they're, you know, they're feeling the anxiety and the pressure to, you know, save these lives and they have these lives on uh, resting on their shoulders. There's something really fascinating that made me even think about first man a little bit with the way that, you know, Neil Armstrong was depicted in it. They're very cool, calm and collected. Like, I don't know how anybody could look at a cave that you have to wiggle your way through and be like, Yep, I'm excited for that. And yeah. and I don't know how these guys just love that. But then again, I mean, it does go into their backstories of, you know, guys that are kind of, you know, growing Outcasts up feeling, and, you know, yeah. completely like outsiders. And, and they just, yeah, I loved that conversation too of like a lot of them had the same point of being like, no one bothers me down there. Like I just get to be in my own little world and like, and, you know, it's quiet and I get to just explore and, and you know. And I just really love it for that. And you're just like, all right. And then it's just that passion led to this moment that they were able to save these kids. And it's just, it's so wonderful. Um, But yeah, really, really solid. So um, thank you all for listening or watching. Um, Eric and I are covering the entirety, not the entirety, but as much as we can of the Toronto International Film Festival this year. Um, So you guys can check out all of our reviews in audio form over on the Untitled Movie Reviews podcast channel. You can find it on all podcast services or on YouTube. Just search for Untitled Movie Podcast or Untitled Movie Reviews and you should find us uh, there. Um, If you want to see our beautiful faces while we review movies <laughs> oh well, i don't know why you would want to but it's a different option you can throw it on your tv on your phone anywhere you like um one stop shop for everything head over to uh, untitled underscore movies over on letterbox you can find our links to all of our social channels our star ratings all that jazz uh, so go over there uh and as always my name is matt Rohrbeck. you can find more of my work uh around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all the social medias at matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. 
Until next time. Can't wait for 13 lives directed by Ron Howard. <laughs>